Now, would I vote for somebody who out here popping Gucci on the internet for tokens? I probably would. I probably would. Because what does sex have to do with what you're going to be out here doing in the street? If you got the balls to be running for house and to still pop your coochie looking dead into a camera, knowing you got a family outside, that's that's kahunas. You're a bad bitch. So I probably will vote for you because that means you're fearless. I take that as fearless. And that's just what it is. Funky, the people want to hear from you. Love thing. We got the love thing. Deep intense attraction. I love my cat, Tiger. And as my best friend, we speak our own language. What's that? You love your litter. He does, because I use Fresh Step Outstretch Litter. It absorbs 50% more waste and odor and requires less changing compared to Fresh Step Multicat. Less changing means more time playing. (laughs) Right, Tiger? That's a yes. Find Fresh Step Outstretch Cat Litter in the pet aisle. Fresh Step is a registered trademark of the Clorox Pet Products Company. Certain trademarks used under license from the Procter & Gamble Company or its affiliates. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Punky Johnson, and you are tuned into Love Thing, where me and my best friend, Dyson, we keep it real and raw about all things that's love, sex, and relationships. That mean we don't hold and we don't sugarcoat. From one-night stands and situationships, we got tales from the bedroom to share and advice to give, because we've been through it all, and we are here to help you to navigate through your shit. So sit back and relax and get ready for the Love Thing. What's up, y'all? Today we are discussing attachment styles, and I have never heard about this, so I've done a lot of research for this episode to understand what attachment styles were. We got a caller today. He's going to ask me some questions about attachment styles, so I guess I'm going to be getting schooled today. Whatever. We're going to see. We're going to get into some Thatcher's thoughts. That's a big fan favorite here at the show. And, of course, we got Is Punky Trippin', which I'm kind of pissed because y'all be hitting me up telling me I be tripping. Why does no one have Punky's back. Man, let me tell you what I've been doing this week. I was in Providence just resetting and at peace after the tour. I came back to an Apple event because ah, they were giving out the free Apple phone. And baby, when it's free, it is just for me. I saw some of my SNL friends. We kicked it. We chilled. And finally, y'all, finally to my love thangers, I have my home to myself instead of going back to Providence I stayed in my home in Jersey without Dicey y'all Dicey is gone to a family reunion she's gonna take care of her grandma and her nieces and her nephews she's out of my house the house don't smell like Dicey no more I don't have braid hair just running through getting stuck in my carpet no more no canned fish my home smells like me Dicey, it is so good that you're not there, but it's bad that you're not here, Dicey. Today, guys, I'm here doing a podcast alone because my best bud is not here. She is absent, but she sent 
me a letter or whatever the fuck that she want me to read to y'all. And we will jump to that a little bit later. I went to the Jets game. The owners treat me really good. And all my Saints fan out there that's mad that I went to the Jets game and I had on the Jets clothes. Guess what? Mickey Loomis don't invite me to the goddamn Superdome. The Jets treat your girl right, and I treat them right with this good energy. Get well, Aaron Rodgers. Mickey Loomis, what's up? What's up? Get your girl in the box. Get your girl in the box. Let's see some Saints game. I got good energy. Crab legs going to need it. For those of you who don't know Crab Legs, that's Jameis Winston because our star quarterback, he got hurt, so Jameis is in. And Crab Legs is taking over. Sending you all my good vibes, Jameis Winston. I talked to my ex, that trash asshole. I talked to her because she called me. I can't believe you say all those bad, terrible things about me on the show. I don't be saying nothing bad about you. I just be telling my side of the story. It's my side. Our relationship wasn't that bad. To you, it wasn't. To you, it wasn't. Now, if you got a problem with what I be saying on the show, come to the show and tell your side. Come defend yourself. But don't call me with that bullshit no more. I just wanted to let you get that Libra energy, that manipulating I'm the victim ass shit out of here. It is what it is. And I'm going to say what I got to say. I already know she ain't going to let me see the dogs no more. So fuck it. Whatever. I'm going to say I got to stand in my truth. I could say a whole lot more about you as you know I could. But let me, you know what? Let me calm down and just get into this episode with y'all. My, my bad. My bad. I'm ranting. I'm alone today. I got a lot of shit to say. Let's get into it. Attachment styles, everybody. Attachment styles. So I know y'all are wondering, what is an attachment style? What even is that shit? Well, it is some therapy mumbo jumbo shit. Like I said, the last episode, we with that mental health shit up in here. Attachment styles are real because I read about them and I was like, damn, damn, this some real shit. Let me give you a definition. The APA Dictionary of Psychology says they are how people relate to others in intimate relationships, which is heavily influenced by self-worth and interpersonal trust. As children, we develop an attachment style that keeps us safe by programming us to behave in certain ways towards our caregivers when we are anxious or afraid. So listen up. There are four types of attachment styles, everybody. There are four types. Secure, Avoid it, anxious, and disorganized. Now, let's get into it. Now, it says, secure attachment style. Secure attachment is defined by the ability to build healthy, long-lasting relationships. It's result from feeling secure with your partner, feeling safe, understood, comforted, and valued during your early interactions. Let me drop a gem on you. When you're secure, when you are secure, I'm going to get you with this one. That mean you're not insecure. <laughs> that was a big gem I dropped on y'all. You know you are worthy of love. You can give love and you won't sabotage your relationship. Honestly, I didn't understand any of that shit at first. So I did some research. Number two is avoidant. Dismissive, avoidant, or anxious avoidant all refer to the same insecure attachment style characterized by a failure to be intimate or emotionally present in relationships. This often stems from a tough childhood with distant, absent, or neglectful parents. If this resonates with you, consider therapy. Consider therapy. I personally love this, not because I was neglected, but because I was taught to shrug things off and be self-reliant. That's why I like this. This displays a lot of how I run my relationships. So in my relationships, everybody, I am known for being very dismissive to my partners. I don't see it and I don't understand it, I guess, because 
I'm the type of person in a relationship is I got it. 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 I just need you to take care of the small, tedious things that I don't feel like taking care of. Like, take care of the shit with the landlord. I'm going to give you the money and you pay all these bills. But all the big shit, like, I got it. So I might tend to be a little bit dismissive towards my partner. Like, if my partner start complaining about something, I'll dismiss it by saying, Are you hungry? Like, I don't really take the time to listen to problems because as I grew up, in my household, my mother never listened to my problems because problems don't matter. She raised me like that because the world is going to go on. You're not about to sit up here and tell me this little problem when the world is going to go on. So what? Get the fuck over it. So I guess I've been called dismissive because I'm like, fuck your problem. We got life to live. Fuck your problem. Life goes on. They got starving children in Africa. They got freaking people being killed in Walmart and dollar stores. We are fine. So I guess with Linda, my therapist or whatever, I am trying to really take the time to correct that mistake and correct that error and sit down and listen to the knickknack paddywhack that these bitches be talking about. Because honestly, I don't be giving a fuck. And it's not my fault. It's my mother. She the one who said, fuck all that shit. The world don't give a fuck about you. Be strong. Have tough skin and life goes on. And I have carried that into my relationship. But what Linda is trying to teach me is that relationships are different from parenthoods. And you can't carry that into a, a relationship. You have to be different. I'm trying, Linda. I'm trying to sit down and hear these hoes out. I'm working on myself. Everybody that's been listening to the podcast, you all know I've been working on myself. Now, you might have an avoidant attachment style if you persistently avoid emotional or physical intimacy, have a strong sense of independence, that's me, struggle to express your feelings, that's me, or dismissive of others, that's me, find it hard to trust people, that's me, feel threatened by those who try to get close to you, that's me. That's why after two years of every relationship, I'd be like, bye, bitch. Because why you like me like that? I'm dismissive, I'm crazy, I'm a sociopath, I'm a fucking lunatic, I don't listen to you. Why you right here, bitch? I don't trust it. Spend more time alone than with others. That's me. I like to be the fuck inside. I don't care about missing out on parties. I don't care about not being in the picture. I don't care about being tagged on your Instagram. I don't. I like to be the fuck inside. This this describes me to a T. Believe you don't need others in your life. Oh, Lord Jesus. Why do I believe that? I just feel like I'm just so better off on my own. If shit get broke in the house, I know who broke it. If shit get drank in the house, I know who drank it. If food get cooked in the house, I know where the aroma is coming from. It is me. If something get lost, my dumb ass lost it. I don't have to go through the battle of this shit with another motherfucker who make me think I'm crazy because I know I ain't lose it, drink it, or cook it. And I be hating that shit, man. I am very fucking assertive. I know exactly what the fuck I be doing. I know exactly where I put things. It's very rare that I lose stuff. It's very rare that I ask for directions. I am me. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I got red flags. I know I got problems. But I could do this all by myself for the rest of my life. I know that sound bad. Oh, last one. Have commitment issues. That is me. I'm the type of person, I'm like, I could commit to you, but then I'm sitting up here like, damn, I got to look at these same titties forever. The same titties. The same titties. And I know you're looking at me like that. Like, you you, you really want to be with me forever? 
I mean, I, I believe in a partnership and having somebody to go through this life with, but you really want me to have the same coochie forever. I'm working on it. I'm not saying I can't. I'm not saying I can. I'm saying I'm taking it one day at a time. One day at a time. I do have commitment issues. And maybe it's because I'm triggered from my marriage. But my wife used to say stuff like, we got 70 more years left. I will go into a straight fucking panic attack. I'll be like, 70 more years of this? Of this shit? I have, I do. I do. Oh, God. I, I'm, I, I'm getting hot. My anxiety kicking in. I have anxiety issues. I feel like the walls are caving in when I think about somebody forever. That's why you, it, it, everybody is out there with commitment issues. It is day by day. Don't look at it as long term. Don't look at it as forever. Don't stack up the years. Wake up every day and decide. Because if, 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 if I look at it as forever, I'm out. Scratch my head. I'm fucking out. Oh, and you know what? I need to call Linda. I need to call Linda because I really be wondering what the fuck is wrong with me. I, re- I need to go back in time and address the trauma that made me feel like I, can't, I, I get anxiety about the forever shit. Linda, Linda, you on standby. Let's get to the next one, y'all. Anxious attachment style. Anxious attachment style, also known as anxious ambivalent or anxious preoccupied, is another type of insecure attachment characterized by the fear of rejection, fear of abandonment, and dependent on your partner for validation. This is a touchy one for me because I've never been the type of person to need validation. I don't want validation. I feel like the only person that can validate you is yourself. People can uplift you all they want. People can tell you you're beautiful. People can tell you all positive things about your life, about your body, about your eyes, about your actions. If you don't feel it, it's nothing. You have to feel that yourself. That's how I feel. Basically, you become dependent and need your partner's approval for everything. For everything. I'm not trying to shit on nobody or say nothing, but that is a weakness. And I feel like those of you who are like that need to find ways to strengthen yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror every day. Do some positive uh, affirmations. Tell yourself that you're beautiful yourself. Tell yourself that you're sexy yourself. Tell yourself that you're rich. Tell yourself that you're pure. Tell yourself these things and eventually you'll start to believe it. I read one time that if you wake up in the morning differently, like if you wake up in the morning and say, I love you, I love you, I love you three times. You're beautiful, you're beautiful, you're beautiful three times. Today's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day three times. If you say these things three times and you do them every day and it is consistent, it can definitely help you in changing the way you view yourself without needing the validation of others and without allowing the negative thoughts and opinions of others to invade your mind that can ruin your self-esteem. And I've been trying that, you know, I I got insecurities too. I have fears. I do like when people tell me it's going to be okay. I do like when people tell me, you know, I look good or I'm sexy or, you know, just telling me good things about myself, but I still don't need it for validation, but I'm not going to sit up here and lie and tell you that it don't feel good because it feel good. And I ain't going to lie, man. It feel good when anybody flirt with me, when anybody tell me I look good. Men too. Don't be scared, man. You could come at me. I'm not going to be the type of dyke to get mad. Urgh, you, you can't see. You can't read the room. I ain't going to do that, fellas. You come and you say, damn, shorty, you look good. I'm going to say, thank you. Thank you, handsome. Thank you. It feel good. Anybody could flirt with me. Anybody could come tell me I'm cute. Anyway, anyway, 
Back to attachment styles. Anxious attachment styles. You're easily overwhelmed. You're jealous. You can't detach easily. And you make others responsible for your feelings. You got to watch out for those signs. If any of you have an anxious attachment style or if you're dealing with someone that has anxious attachment style, you have to watch out for the signs because it can lead to unhealthy dynamics. And I I know that for a fact because I never really called my wife beautiful because I'm like, bitch, you are beautiful. You know you're beautiful. You see the beauty in yourself every fucking day. Why the fuck do I have to tell you? Which I learned a lesson because you're supposed to call your wife beautiful. But at the same time, she needed me to say it. Bitch, you beautiful. I married you. Do you think I'm going to marry a bitch that look like a rock? What the fuck? Why the fuck I got to tell you that shit all the time? Which was a lesson learned. I hold myself accountable. When I'm in my next marriage, I'm going to set a clock. Fuck. I'm going to make sure I tell my bitch she beautiful. Every time the clock go off, bitch, you beautiful. Because I know that that's just something that you just got to fucking do. You just got to do it. Being clingy and unable to be alone is a common trait of anxious attachment style. It is often accompanied by low self-esteem. And ain't nobody got time to be constantly lifting you up. Lifting you up don't pay the goddamn bills. Who got time for that shit? Who got time for that shit, bitch? Con Edison is on the fucking phone. The light's about to go off and you worry about if you fucking beautiful. As I digress, sorry about that. Let's get down to the final attachment style, which is disorganized. Now, since Dicey isn't here, she shared her attachment style with me, which is disorganized. I'm going to read y'all a little bit of what Dicey told me. Dear beautiful listeners, I miss y'all. I'm so sorry I missed this episode. But in dealing with this episode, I took an attachment style quiz and that shit said, I have a disorganized, fearful, avoidant attachment style. This is truly some bullshit. Matter of fact, I should read it in Dicey voice. This is truly some bullshit, bitch. I never been a good test taker and I think this dumbass test was formatted for me to fail. My attachment style is whatever God's attachment style is since I was created in his image. So basically, my attachment style is the most positive of them all. So just pick one of those and leave me the fuck alone. See, this is typical dicey, bro. This is typical dicey. Now, if you've been following along with the podcast, you know that dicey If you've been paying strong, close attention, you know that Dicey is a narcissist. And the reason why we call Dicey a narcissist is because she says she don't have no red flags. The reason why Dicey says she don't have no red flags is because she don't think she do no wrong in relationships ever, period. We've also found out that Dicey is a goddamn gold digger. If you listen to the type of man Dicey wants, she wants a man who's already established, which is fine. She in her 40s, wants a man who got buku money, which is fine. If I was, you know, into men, I would want that as well. But then she just want to follow along. It's like, damn, you ain't going to give a nigga a chance? Really, Dicey? He just have to be at this top standard when y'all meet. Well, you need to go pop pussy in the NBA, bitch. That's where you need to be because we comedians. There, there ain't no niggas out there around here for us like that. Well, for you. But I just think it's so funny that Dicey, Dicey don't think she has a love language. Dicey don't believe in love languages. And now here we are again with Dicey don't believe in attachment styles. Y'all put it together and y'all tell me what y'all think about Dicey. She ain't shit. And I'm happy she ain't here to defend herself. I feel like this organized attachment style for Dicey, I feel like it fits her perfectly because she is the most disorganized person I've ever met in my life. She's scatterbrained. She's scatterbrained. She's resourceful, but she's scatterbrained, but she be all over the place. 
She be all over the place. And she is conflicted on how to be in a relationship. Dyson don't know what the fuck she be doing. That's why all her fucking relationships fail. Damn, I'm mad she ain't here to defend herself. Well, she couldn't defend that one because I'm telling the fucking truth. I'm telling the goddamn truth. Dicey's behavior, she's erratic. She don't know how to respond properly. She has an unstable sense of self and conflicting identities. This matches Dicey to a T. Who else out there got the disorganized uh, attachment style? This matches her to a T. She doesn't know if she wants to be amazing or not. She says she's not perfect, but she doesn't have any red flags. How is that not fucking conflicting? So listen, people, after reading all of these, I think that my attachment style is avoidant attachment style because everything on that list is me. I'm not going to lie. I have a strong sense of independence. I'm dismissive towards others. I do struggle with my feelings. I do like to spend more time alone than with others. And I do have commitment issues. I think that that is my attachment style according to, uh, you know, the attachment style list. But let me tell y'all something. I have two, let's say, sub-attachment styles that I want to discuss. We heard about the real attachment styles. Now y'all about to hear about my attachment styles. Punky Johnson's attachment styles here on Love Thing. And I think they make perfect sense. My attachment style, number one, is sex. Sex is my attachment style. I fall in love through sex. I forgive through sex. Shit, I am the complete opposite of anxiety attached person because I do not avoid intimacy. I love through my cat. That's why I stay away from real lesbians. If you know me, I'm always dating a bisexual. I cannot fuck with these real lesbians. You know, the ones who know the cat like the back of their hand. They have you thinking you and the lesbian version of get out. I can't handle that shit. Bitch, once I start drooling, we're done. My heart lives in my cat. We're, we're done. It's over for you. Got me sprung. Got me doing things I never do. I can't be sprung. I got shit to do. Got me seeing a fucking future. I don't want to see a future with you. I want to have anxiety if I think about the future. I don't want to be calm. I don't want you to have the ability to just calm me down by jumping on my pl- Like, no, bitch. No, because I'm still mad. And sometimes I want to be mad. But if you lesbian me up like that, I can't stay mad. And I, I, just, I just can't do it. I'm weak. That's why we got to be careful. Everybody, you got to be careful. And I know a lot of people probably listening to this like, I don't identify with none of those attachment styles. But when I said my attachment style, I know a lot of y'all like, yep, yep. My heart live in my dick. Yep. My heart live in my cat. Punky, my attachment style is sex. And I'm going to have to call whoever created these attachment styles and tell them they're missing one. Because that is a true fucking attachment style. And I don't think anyone is going to debate me about that. And if you do, argue with your mom. Argue with your mom. Another attachment style that I think is an attachment style, of course, this is one of Punky's made-up attachment styles, is questions. I don't like questions. They got these people out here. They don't know how to stop asking questions. I don't like questions. I feel like if you ask so many questions to who, what, why, where, when, how, I feel like that's a sign of insecurity. I could be wrong. A lot of people might be like, Punky, you're fucking wrong. But it is an opinion. 
And it's my show and I opinionate how the fuck I want to. Too many questions make me feel like it is a sign of insecurity. It makes me feel like I'm being interrogated. And I don't like feeling like I'm being interrogated. Sure, you can ask me some getting to know you questions, some how was your day questions, or did you eat questions, or did you eat question is one of my favorite questions, because the answer is always fucking yes. Bitch, I ate. Punky gonna eat. But questions like, who was that? Why did you have to get off the phone? I can't stay in that shit. I can't stay in that shit. I'm grown. And I'm definitely going to assume that that is stemming from some type of insecurity from a previous relationship. And I don't want no part in that. I don't want to inherit your insecurities. These people have problems with trust. The people that ask all those questions. Yeah, yeah. Punky Johnson, the relationship therapist, is telling you an attachment style called questions. And I'm giving it to you. The people who ask a lot of questions have a problem with trust. They clearly and can only be okay if they know every single fucking thing about you. Every single fucking thing about your day. And they're going to try to disguise it as, I just want to know that you're good. I just want to make sure your day is great. That's how they're going to try to disguise it. Don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. I would group them with the anxious attachment. Calm down, people. Calm down. Basically, what I'm trying to say is, I'm not telling you not to ask me questions. I'm just saying, don't don't bombard me with the questions. Because I feel like, If I'm with you, I'm with you. So with the who you're on the phone with, if my phone clicked, the who was that? Why'd you have to do this? Why'd you have to do that? On with my friend Ashley. Oh, who is that? It's just my friend Ashley. What you mean your friend? I told you that's my friend Ashley. From where? Where she come from? It's it's these deep ass questions. My boo-boo, listen. If I'm with you, I'm with you. And you got to trust that. I stand on that. If I'm with you, I'm with you. That's just how I feel. Besides that, what's the benefit of knowing? What's the benefit of knowing who Ashley is? How does that benefit you? How does that help you? It doesn't. It just lets you know that I'm not having sex with the bitch, and that's the problem that shows the insecurity. Just know that I'm doing what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing. If you ask me where I'm at, I'm going to think it's a setup. That's why I can't answer those questions. I always feel like somebody's watching me. Ask me where I'm at, I'm going to think it's a setup, bitch. I can't tell you where I'm at. I can't tell you where I'm at all the time. I'm from the hood. I always, I always got to be cautious. I'm paranoid. I can't sleep. I'm in the street gang. Everywhere I look, I think they out to get me, man. Shout out to Master P. Now, I want everybody to hit me up on the socials and y'all let me know what y'all think. Which attachment style are you? Are you anxious? Are you secure? Are you disorganized like Dyson, messy ass? Are you avoidant? Or are you sex attachment? Are you questions attachment? Y'all hit me up and y'all let me know. All right, y'all. Before we get to our next segment, don't forget you are listening to Love Thing with Punky Johnson on SXM and Kevin Hart's LOL Radio Channel 96. I'm Cindy Lauper. My psoriasis was all over, even on my scalp, which may mean four times the risk for psoriatic arthritis. But Cosentix works on both. Cosentix secukinumab is prescribed for adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis 300 milligram dose and adults with active psoriatic arthritis 150 milligram dose. Don't use if you're allergic to Cosentix. Before starting, get checked for TB. Serious allergic reactions, severe skin reactions that look like eczema, and an increased risk of infections, some fatal, have occurred. Cosentix may lower ability to fight infections. 
infections. So tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms like fevers, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, had a vaccine or plan to, or if IBD symptoms develop or worsen. Learn more at Cosentix.com or 1-844-COSENTIX. Ask your doctor about Cosentix. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. All right, y'all. We're going to get into our next segment, which is Thatcher's Thoughts. Thatcher's Thoughts is something that is highly in demand. People hit us up all the time telling us they thought your thoughts. We can't get to them all, but we try. For those of you who just joining us, you don't know what thought your thoughts are. First of all, let's go over what a thought is. A thought is a woman with multiple male partners, and she loves it. She do what she do. Now, thought your thoughts are what she's thinking before, doing, and after the thoughtivity. And here we go. Thought your thoughts, everybody. Now, today we're going to do it just a little bit different. Usually I'll read you a DM from one of my thotty supporters. Or I'll read you a text message from one of my thotty friends. Well, today we have a headline from the Chicago Sun-Times that is some real, real filthy shit, y'all. You ready? It reads, candidate in high stakes Virginia election had sex with husband in live videos. Susanna Gibson. Yes, we doing government names, everybody. A Democrat running for a seat in the Virginia House of Delegates had sex with her husband in live videos posted on a pornographic website. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) Where is that? Can I find? Anyway, she asked viewers to pay them money in return for carrying out specific sex acts, y'all. Gibson had an account on Chatterbait, which is a legal website where viewers can watch live webcam performances that feature nudity and sexual activity, according to the screenshots reviewed by the AP. The videos show Gibson and her husband, John David Gibson. Yep, we going government, full middle name, everything, having sex And at times, looking into the camera and asking viewers for donations in forms of tokens or tips to watch a private show. Now, I know a lot of you people are saying this has just got to be fucking ridiculous. How could they? Don't you think that you'll get busted? My God, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. This is the dumbest thing you could have done. 
It may be so. But a bitch like me, more power to you. Matter of fact, where can I find the website? I got some celebration station tokens. I got some old Chuck E. Cheese tokens. What kind of tokens them bitches want? Sex is entertainment, everybody. You can learn something about. You're not about to be sitting up here shaming. You know what? Maybe because they are running for whatever the fuck that is they running for. Maybe because, you know, they're supposed to be role models. But what about the people that enjoy stuff like that? Like me. Maybe not me. I don't know if I'm incriminating myself or whatever, but what about the people that enjoy stuff like that? Let people be people. You know what you're getting yourself into. You can't just see it. It seems like they have it all vetted to where you got to, you know, go look for it. It's not just out in the open. They're not just on a fucking IG live. They're not on a Facebook live where the family and friends could tune in. At least they're doing it with strangers. The little babies can't see the shit. Be a fight. And your husband in on it? You ain't, man, look. That's partnership. That's partnership right there. That's commitment. That's loyalty. That's love. Now, the being in office part and running for a seat in the Virginia House of Delegates, I mean, that might not be good. But let's take away the delicacy Let's take away the House. Let's take away Virginia. Let's take away Democrat. I don't see nothing wrong with a little bump grind. I don't see nothing wrong with it. Now, would I vote for somebody who out here popping coochie on the internet for tokens? I probably would. I probably would because what does sex have to do with what you're going to be out here doing in the street? If you got the balls to be running for House, and to still pop your coochie looking dead into a camera? You got the balls to change the fucking house. <laughs> you got the balls to change the delegates. You got a sack of fucking kahuna looking dead in the camera while getting your back bent? Knowing you got a family outside? That's, that's kahunas. You're a bad bitch. So I probably will vote for you because that means you fearless. I take that as fearless. And that's just what it is. Y'all let me know what y'all think about it. Let me know what y'all think about Susanna Gibson and her filthy husband popping coochie and slinging that thing on a pornographic website when Susanna is running for the Virginia House of Delegates. Y'all let me know. But remember what I said. Take it all away and what do you get? You just got two people that love being filthy. Y'all jump in the DMs like y'all been doing and let me know what y'all think about this Thatcher start. Moving on. y'all is punky and before we get to the next segment i want to let y'all know that we created a special link so y'all can submit your questions to me that's right we're high tech over here at love thing so if you need some help in your situationship with your baby moms or whatever go on over to speak dash two dot us forward slash love thing pod and submit your questions speak dash to dot us forward slash love thing pod share your questions and we'll provide our take on whatever's going on in your love life It's time to get to the reason why we are here. It's time to take some calls and punkies. Stay ready. 
Now, we got uh, Kendall on the phone. He's age 26. He's from New York City. Um, he, okay, he is an attachment style expert. Well, Kendall, I guess, um, I don't know how you 26 and an attachment style expert because I don't, I've never heard of this and I think this is just shit that people just keep creating in the world to have excuses for the way they act in fucking life. But whatever. <laughs> we'll see. Get Kendall on the phone and see what the fuck Kendall wants to see. Let's get the expert on the phone. Oh, hello, Kendall. Oh my gosh. Hey, Punky. Here's the thing, Kendall. Here's the thing. <laughs> so you think you're an attachment style expert, huh? Oh, uh, no, I just had I had some experience with it. I, I am not. I was going to say that to preference. Like, I am not a professional. <laughs> and don't what I say probably isn't. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, everybody, Kendall is the first person who told me about attachment styles. I had no idea what attachment styles were. Kendall and I are 12 years apart. And in all my day, all <laughs> my day, I've never heard about something called attachment styles until he says something about it. So now I'm like, well, what the hell is this shit? Now I'm defining my life, trying to see what's going on with me and why I attach and detach the way I detach. So thank you, Kendall. Thank you for joining us. No problem. I didn't know you didn't know about it. I I had no idea. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, I had no idea. Tell the people a little bit about yourself, Kendall, and how you came across attachment styles. Okay. Well, my name's Kendall. I am uh, 26 years old. I'm a comic here in New York. But I came across attachment styles when when I was like in college, like it was like I was dating and I'm like, what is wrong with me? So my ex had broken up with me and I was like, OK, something's it's something I always like taking ownership for my own like actions. And I'm like, this isn't probably healthy how I'm going about it. And that's how I discover attachment stuff. Can you give me an example of the reason why you said something's wrong with me? What is wrong with me? Like what happened for you? to? How were you acting <laughs> for you to say something like that? About so like, so I had uh, an anxious attachment style. So I was like, why am I feeling this way? Like, why am I, why am I getting anxiety from my relationship? So that's what made me come across. So I'm like, this is, this can't be normal. So I was like, what, what is wrong with how I'm going about my dating, which was giving me like these kind of same results time after time. And it was literally because of the attachment style. Really? Yeah, yeah. Anxious? Anxious. Anxious attack. Yeah. What made you anxious? I don't know. It really, like, stems from, like, childhood. And if you really look into, like, attachment styles, they, like, permeate in other aspects of your life. Like, it's really odd. Like, you start to see, like, patterns of how you deal with stress or, like, how you deal with certain life events in your attachment style, not just relationships either. Oh, Okay. I mean, I get, look, I ain't gonna lie to you. The attachment style things, they kind of confuse me just a little bit. Every single last one of them. The only one that don't uh, confuse me is the one who, one I feel like I am, which is the avoidant, if I'm not oh, mistaken. Oh, okay. You think you're avoidant? Um, yes. I have a strong sense of independence. I struggle to express my feelings. I'm dismissive towards others. Hard for me to trust people. I like to be alone and I have commitment issues. All of that is me to a T. Yeah. It's just so crazy because I don't feel like I avoid my lover. I just feel like I'm good having a whole bunch of alone time. (laughs) Okay. So, like, 
Do you think that your attachment style kind of like interferes with your relationship? Do you think that like that causes problems for it past or whatever, like in past experiences? I, I guess it confuses me because it sounds like I have a D attachment style. If it's going to be worded like that, then my attachment style is is not attachment it's detachment. I guess that's that's where I get confused. Because if I'm avoiding you, I'm detaching from you. If I'm dismissive, I'm detaching from you. If I like to be alone, then I'm attaching from you. If I don't trust others, if I have commitment issues, I'm detaching. So I yeah. guess the word attach is is what's throwing me. No, that actually, yeah, when you put it like that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But it usually, like, my good friend is avoiding too, and he can't, like, it's an attachment style because he can't attach, right? It's like he can't foster healthy relationships. At least that's how his... Like, man, he can't date somebody longer than like two months because he'll like avoid them, you know? Okay, because we exactly. So he's detaching. It's detaching. Like, avoidant doesn't attach well and anxious over attaches. You know what I'm saying? Okay, it's okay. It's like both a form of a style is still not secure. Secure is where you want to be, whereas a healthy balance, you know? I thought that I had secure attachment style because I'm secure. I don't need nobody telling me that I'm cute or that I'm doing it correctly or that I'm going to be okay. I don't need nobody telling me that. I'm securing my shit. <laughs> you know, you could be secure and have elements. It's only like a problem when it interferes with how you date or your relationships. Because a lot of times this can like become problems in people's relationships, you know? Listen, I do, I do know that it's a big problem in my relationship because when I leave to go to Jersey, I am completely okay with not really talking to my mate. And it's nothing against my person. It's nothing against them. They have done nothing wrong. I'm just okay. What? Yeah. You know what I, I'm saying? Is that a problem, bro? Like, how is that a problem to you? I'm long distance too. Like, what do you mean you're okay not talking to them? Like, what does that mean? Well, I think my person's attachment style is, I guess hers is anxious. Okay. She's just like, you don't miss me and you don't love me. And I'm just like, nah, I'm just uh, laying down chilling, not thinking about us. And I think that's okay. I'm watching TV and like just having a day. I don't really, I don't think about my relationship all day. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I don't think how she is is a problem, but I think that she thinks how I am is a problem. Because she's like, why are you not thinking about me all day? Why are you not missing oh. me? And mm. I'm, like, I'm like, I do. I, I'm just not going to tell you all fucking day. You know, sometimes I'm just like, you know what, Linda? That's my therapist. What should I do? <laughs> you know, what should I do? I, I don't know. And then uh, I'm like, well, maybe you don't know how to be with women. Maybe it's best for you to be with men without the sex. Because dudes don't give a fuck. Like, dudes just be straight chilling, bro. Like, I see you when I see you. When I see you, we going to be all up on each other. When I don't see you, I'm by my business. There's no, there's no nagging. There's no knick-knack paddywhack with dudes. They just be chilling. You know, it sounds, keep in mind, I'm no professional, but it sounds like, like the kind of people you pursue have a certain kind of attachment style. If she's an anxious attachment and, and you aren't giving all that all the time, it seems like that could create a problem. But... From your perspective, it sounds like you're normal. Like, that's how I feel in a relationship. It shouldn't be, like, all-encompassing your whole life. Like, I think that's also, like, unhealthy, too, you know? See? Finally, I got somebody who's on Punky's side. Always. Someone, everybody, do you hear this love thing? Love thing is do you hear it? Somebody.
Nobody told me I was normal, bitches. The way I act is normal, and Punkin don't be fucking tripping. All y'all could kiss my ass. Who say you was tripping? Everybody say say I'm tripping, Kendall. Everybody say I'm tripping. They say I'm tripping all the time. I was ready to get on this call and curse your ass out. But I don't have to. This conversation is ending in love. Always. It's ending in goddamn love. Let me be very clear. I don't think any Mm -hmm. of these attachment styles are right nor wrong. I think however you act is how you act. If you see a problem with it, I think that's that's you recognizing the problem in yourself and you can fix that attachment style if you see fit. So with you saying you have an anxious attachment um, style, when you saw that it was a problem for your relationship, Mm -hmm. how did you go about fixing it? I fixed my problems by seeking a therapist that specialized in attachment style, Mm. like uh, a cognitive behavioral therapist in attachment styles. And then you kind of like, okay, you get down to the root and it's like not. And then you get down to like childhood, like what causes it, like all that stuff. And then you start to see it in other aspects of your life that you have to deal with. Like I was getting anxious over like, I don't know, like anxious thoughts. And you're like, oh, I don't have to acknowledge these. I don't have to process these. And it kind of like makes you more whole as a person in general, like acknowledging problems and like attachment style. At least for me, that kind of helped me like holistically. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I, I, be yeah. seek, I don't have an attachment style therapist because, of course, I just really found out what this stuff was. But I do have a therapist who is helping me to. So I do believe that it, you, it goes Back to the trauma of your childhood. Mm-hmm. And maybe now that I'm sitting up here thinking about it, what me and my therapist has been talking to is maybe I have an avoidant attachment style because my biological father and my mother broke up when I was seven years old. And then he he didn't disappear, but he kind of did. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it was he didn't disappear like he was my dad, but he see I just started seeing him less and less. You know what I'm saying? He didn't miss a graduation and he didn't miss a birthday. But I would see him less and less to where I would build a different relationship with another guy. And I just feel like if I was a parent, no other nobody's about to build a better relationship with my child than I can. Mm, so I yeah. guess in some type of way, and I'd probably never said this out loud before, I guess in some type of way I feel abandoned. I, I mean, like it says in how it develops is like Dang. caregivers may have left you to fend for yourself. So that is a development of like a avoidant attachment style. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I just got vulnerable. I'm about to get emotional. Uh, uh. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I must feel like I've been abandoned. <laughs> Linda. Kendall, I got to talk to Linda. Kendall, this was a, a step in the right direction for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for having me. It's always good talking to you. It's always good hearing from. Hell yeah, Kendall. This was a breakthrough, my man. Oh, that's that's good to hear. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for coming on the show, letting us know about the attachment styles, letting everybody know it is a real thing. It does exist, and if they need help to seek help, what's going on with you? You got anything to plug? Let the people know who you are. Oh, well, I I run a show in Brooklyn every Monday at McCarran Park House. Uh, Punky's come by and done it a couple times. We have great comics on. Please come by if you're ever 8 p.m. every Monday at McCarran Park House. Yeah, yeah. What's your socials, your handle? My uh, my social is at Kendall Ralph on Instagram. So K-E-N-D-A-L-L-R-E-L-F. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Well, Absolutely. Yeah, well, Yo, Kendall, thank you for joining us on the Love Thing Podcast. Thank you, you so much love. for having me. Absolutely, man. Thank Have a so great day. You too, Pucky. I'll see you soon. All right, player. All right, later. Later. All right, everybody. Now, listen up. So on to the segment of Is Pucky Tripping? Okay. And all y'all always think I'm tripping, which I'm not. But whatever. Now, I know I be dishing it, but I can't take it. I know I give advice, but it would not be fair if I don't receive your advice as well. So y'all let me know if Punky is tripping. Now, Dicey is not here. So we got our producer of the Love Thing podcast, Elise, here to take her place to tell me if I'm tripping, which I'm not going to be. So here we go. Now, I went to a football game, okay, now, I told y'all earlier in this episode, I don't like questions. I'm not a question-answering type person. I'll answer regular questions. I'll answer what you're doing. Did you eat? How are you? But all those, when it just gets too much, I hate it. So I go to a football game. Sweetheart, I'm going to a football game. Okay. I called her when I got to the football game. Hey, baby girl, I'm at the football game. We about to walk the field. Then we going in the suite. I'm going to have a few drinks. I'm going to eat shitty today. I'm going to highlight you after the game. Not even 45 minutes later, I got a what you doing text. Not even 45 fucking minutes later. Not even what you doing. It's that lazy ass new school shit. I got a W-Y-D with a question mark. I hate it. I hate it. Why are you asking me what I'm doing? I text her back. I say, what the fuck you think I'm doing? What did I just tell you I was doing? Why do, what the fuck do you mean what I'm doing? Bitch, I'm at the game. I'm at the fucking football game. <laughs> what the, and where was she? I don't know. I didn't ask. <laughs> I didn't fucking ask. What is up with all these fucking questions? You know what? In her defense, I guess she want to know specifically like am i eating am i walking the field at the time am i sitting down so what did you respond bitch i'm at the football game that's it what is the pro- how did she take that of course she didn't fucking like it you ain't gotta talk to me like that you need to watch your delivery why are you asking me questions you know the answer to already and why do you need to know all of these goddamn fucking specifics? I think she just wants to experience it with you from afar. I ain't got time for that, bitch. It is fucking football season. <laughs> it is football season. I'm not about to be sitting up here and explaining shit to you or what I'm. Sunday is already a rule of don't of leave me the fuck alone when football season. Even I already talked to God. I already be telling God, like, dear God, it's football season. You ain't gonna see me for the next six months. And she didn't want to go to the game? She wasn't here. She don't live here. That's true. So it's just like, I I just, was I tripping with my response? She told me it don't be my response. It be the way I respond. I ain't got time for all that shit. So let's run through the criteria. Oh my God. Because you know I know the criteria. Ugh. So this is tricky because did you get loud? You didn't call her on the phone, but did you type in all caps at any time? I got loud in the text messages. Okay. Yes. Well, that's strike one. So, oh, wow. So not now now we got a new fucking rule. If I text in caps, that's like getting loud. Well, yes. T- technically, texting in all caps is yelling. It's the equivalent of yelling. Okay. Did you call her out of her name? Was there a bitch in the text? It was a bitch in the, in the okay. text, but it's a term of endearment. 
and <laughs> that's a strike. And would your dad be proud of how you handled this? No, because he's patient. You need to adopt that patience. He's a him. patient man. My mama could ask him what he doing every seven fucking minutes. He's going to tell her. It's so interesting. Criteria wise, I'm going to say on this one, you were half tripping because you could have just told her, oh, I'm at the football game. Again. <laughs> They're serving this. Again. I ran into this person. Why, bro? Why? She just wants to feel in the know. You know what? Since you say that, I would try to take that into consideration. That's but how I am. I don't feel in the know. Why I can't let you be in the know later? I understand both sides, but I think you just have to know your partner. I think they proactively want to know what's going on instead of asking you. Sometimes when they ask, they're feeling like they have to pry. Instead of you just saying, hey, I just got to the football game, ran into XYZ, eating this, I'll catch you later. Okay, so basically what I'm supposed to do is every fucking 17 minutes, hey, just sit down. Hey, just ate a hot dog. <laughs> no. I put relish, ketchup, and cheese on it. Do you know they didn't have no chili? I enjoyed the hot dog, but the chili would have made it better. Oh, just got to the bar, talking to this nice Dominican woman. She's talking about pink potato salad. You want me to tell you about that too? What's her name? I don't know her name. Find out her name? Okay, let me find out her name. Now I'm talking throughout the whole fucking game. I I'm missing all the shit. I'm not present in the moment of enjoying myself, giving myself self-care. Whatever. Fine. So on another episode, you told me that you set reminders to like call her beautiful and do all that stuff, right? Yeah. So I think when you go out, give a one hour check-in and like a three hour check-in and leave it at that. I will try to get back. It's Sunday. It's fucking Sunday. She just loves you. She just wants to know where you are. I don't hear all that fucking bullshit. <laughs> you know what, baby? I'm going to try to do better. Okay. Okay, everybody who think I'm fucking tripping, I'm going to try to do better. But I know my homeboys out there, they agree with me. Bitch, on Sunday, shut the fuck up. Oh, as this new generation know it as S-T-F-U. I'm going to say you weren't tripping on this one. I'm going to give you it. I'm going to give you it. Thank you very much. For those of you who think I'm tripping or not tripping, hit me up in my DMs like you've been doing and tell me if you agree with me or not. And I know y'all better agree with me on this one. And I know all the ladies out there that be getting on your man nerves. I hope this gives you the motivation and the encouragement to stop. Because we don't like it. Not when football's on. Leave us alone. Not trying to call myself a man, but God damn it, I walk the shoes and I do the best I can. Stop calling and hitting us up on Football Sunday. Hit me up in the DMs and let me know what you think. Anyway, that wraps up If Punky is Tripping. And you have been listening to the Love Thing Podcast with Punky Johnson. Dicey is not here, but she is here in spirit. Tune in every week to listen to us. Talk that talk about love. Thank you to my producer filling in for Dicey for the It's Punky Tripping segment. This is Love Thing. This is Punky in spirit. Dicey, we out. Peace. Love Thing is a serious XM and LOL radio production. It is hosted by me, Punky Johnson. And me, Dicey. Executive produced by Kevin Hart, Ty Randolph, Mike Stein, Brian Smiley, Eric Eddings, Eric Wilde, and Leslie Guam. Production by Elise Ellis. Engineering by Marcus Hom. And additional production by Kobe Guilford. Love Thing. We got the Love Thing. Deep, intense attraction.
got a love thing, love thing. I see a love thing, intense satisfaction, love things, ooh, physical attraction, love thing. It's my jam. Hi, I'm Cindy Lauper. My scalp was covered with psoriasis. Felt like I was trapped between a rock and a hard place. Then I started Cosentix. Cosentix Secukinumab is prescribed for adults with moderate to severe black psoriasis, 300 milligram dose. Don't use if you're allergic to Cosentix. Before starting, get checked for TB. Serious allergic reactions, severe skin reactions that look like eczema, and an increased risk of infections, some fatal, have occurred. Cosentix may lower ability to fight infections, so tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms like fevers, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, had a vaccine or plan to, or if IBD symptoms develop or worsen. Learn more at Cosentix.com or 1-844-COSENTIX. Cosentix works for me. Ask your doctor about Cosentix. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.